Oh boy. What's up, boys and girls? It's time for Make Us a Mixtape. I'm your host, Paul Farvar. I'm Marty DeRosa. And this time, we are going back to uh, a different version where it's just Marty and I taking on a theme this year, this time, this episode, 2011. Man, not your best intro, Paul. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was waiting for the, let's just try it again. You know, we're doing it. We're a, doing it we're, from yes. a, an away game. We're, we're not in we're a, at my apartment. Don't uh, tell them the location. Well, it's so unprofessional. Well, right? what are you going to do? We it's got, your we office. Got April and the cat tower or the cat canopy. Yes. Multiple uh, cats. If you have an allergy, you Peter, would not be able to go here. chilling behind the, uh, in the cat bed. Uh, that's the bed I always sleep in all the time yes. now because I'm a very depressed boy lately. Uh, but yeah, we're in my apartment and we're doing 2011. Uh, Paul, where were you in 2011? 2011. Uh, first, let me tell you what was going on in the world that year. Oh, Let's, just this so is you a can, new feature. Just so you get We've an idea. We've literally never done this. Well, it's such a great idea. a little more idea. professional. It's a Charlie great idea. Charlie Sheen was fired from two and a half uh, Oh, is this when he went on tour? Remember the winning thing? Yeah. That was that Tiger year. Blood and then yeah. dudes were going to see him at the Chicago Theater, yeah, I think. Yeah, Tiger shit. Blood. All that bullshit. Uh, tsunami hit Japan, which was very sad. Uh, if you remember, it was a crazy, crazy time. There was all kinds of fundraisers. And uh, the biggest news of the year, Osama bin Laden was killed. By, and you know who announced it first? Uh, Obama, right? The Rock. No way. The Rock tweeted it on Twitter. And everybody was like, what? And I don't even know how he knew... I don't know if he's like buddies with he's some got like a marine cell phone or something. With, uh, I don't know, man. With Barry Obama, he, uh, he fucking he he broke the story. Two thousand crazy year. Yeah. So uh, where I was, I was just a young boy, uh, you know, trying to find my way through the improv scene, and I tried comedy for the first time. I, I remember seeing a, a gentleman that uh, all the ladies were swooning over. Mm. By the name of uh, Marty DeRosa. Hot. I was a hot boy back in 2011. The guy would light up a stage. I was like, who is this guy? I think he is. What the, uh, what the vibe was in 2011. We had the two and a half Persians ah, open mic. It was right. one of the hottest spots where we had uh, judges right. coming in uh, who were actually uh, bookers. So you'd wow. have, I don't know if you remember, but like comedians would be basically doing their best three, four minutes at an open mic yeah. for... For the you know the bookers at the clubs here in Chicago, yeah. and uh, you'd come in there all cocky, with ah, all the ladies. I had them all in my pocket already. Yeah, so I didn't even have <laughs> to try. So that's where I was. Where you were? Where were you, Marty? Deep, deep, deep in stand up. This was probably like when I was like so gung ho into stand up. Yeah, I was like, let's fucking just do this all the time. Um, taking time out to go to concerts and wrestling, but I think by 2011 I was just like, all right, this is my life. I have to miss a lot of good concerts because of wrestling. Right. I mean, because of, uh, because of comedy. comedy. I didn't miss wrestling because of comedy. Um, but it was my favorite. Family obligations. Thing. Family obligations. Relationships Friends, were torn apart at the scenes. Everything. Because of fucking comedy. Um, but we decided to do 2011. I don't know how we decided to do this. Was this a hard it's your year? idea. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as I was doing it, I'm like, I'm fucking done with years. Let's just have topics. I'm done with years. We had a bunch um, of topics that we, we I know, uh, I know. I'm, I'm ready to jump back into topics. I'm not a year guy anymore. I think no. Well, this is an it's interesting so one. hard too because it's like, uh, I didn't run into the, it felt like everything came out in like June. It was really weird. I was looking at when albums came out. A lot of them were yes. like summer albums. I, I did look at that. What, what do you use? Did you use that site? I think Wikipedia has all I the albums do, too. I do um, uh, Enemy, Spin, Rolling Stone. There's a country website. Um, what was weird about this year, because it was like 
long enough ago, but far enough ago. Ten years ago. Can you believe that? But it felt like yesterday. Uh, but I was like, there were certain songs. I'm like, oh, shit, that came out. That's got to go on because it's just still yeah. like, um, are any of these songs with your list still like in heavy rotation with you? Uh, no. No, uh, to be fair, one might be a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there was a couple that are in heavy rotation that I didn't put on the list. Yes. Because they it, it wasn't re- I didn't discover them until this year. OK. And it, it's crazy to think of that. Uh, oh, like wow, the band okay. Civil War. So you Wars. didn't listen to any of these in 2011 or not. Any 2021. These, some of these you didn't listen to in 2011. No, no, no. These were all the ones that I made the list yeah. were ones that I listened to in 2011. Oh, the ones okay. that didn't make the cut oh, were songs that, okay. like Civil Wars, uh, I got into them during the pandemic. Uh, they're like, oh, I thought you were going to say Guns N' Roses. Civil no, no, no. War. <laughs> was that like, was like 90. Bold, bold one. Um, Is that Poison where he drops a lot of. Uh, uh, we don't need no. Bad. Uh, there's a couple. A uh, one in a million. I one think, in a million drops was a the one where he and the F bomb. Yeah. But uh, no, I got into a couple bands that were in heavy rotation later in life. Okay. Alex Clare, Civil Wars. Those I didn't put on the list because I didn't think they were. Rel- uh, it was fair because I was. I thought the way I looked at this list was what was I listening to in mm-hmm. 2011? Is that how that's you what did I your did? List? That is what I did. And this was in these four, five songs were probably in the most heavy rotation at okay. that time. All Pro- right. One band was literally if if you did that, you know how do you ever go back and look at your iTunes like the top 25 songs no, that you play? I never. You should back. do it. I never look back. No, no, no. You no, I know. When you make your playlist are, on iTunes, it shows you the most played songs, and you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I did have a couple years of just. I have one just like you have your giant. What is it like? 69 songs. songs. 69, 69 love songs. 69 songs about <laughs> uh, real slow, dreary songs. Not that, all slow, but yes. That uh, that Paul likes work to uh, work out to, which is just weird. <laughs> Um, but I, uh, I've got like a, 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 a big old list and I just throw everything in there that I really like. That's okay. like my just main one. How many songs is that? I don't know. Probably about 50. Okay. Maybe. Do but you I, ever I don't remove like, them? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I do. Cause sometimes I'm just like too many. If I go random, it's just like the same ones always pop up. And yeah. then there's some on there that are just so buried that I'm just like, Oh my God, where is the song at? And I, and I love that the list with, with iTunes and Apple music, when I got your list, uh, it started recommending other songs to me. I was like, "Oh boy!" First like, of all, because one still of your unable to share these lists. Yeah, I don't know what's Somebody, going on. I looked up on tw- on on uh, on the internet, and there, someone's like, "If you create a profile, it's like I fucking have a profile. I'm, I'm I pay for this shit. Yeah, every month. Well, they stopped letting us share. Yeah. Uh, playlists. We might have to jump bizarre. over to Spotify. I'm becoming a Spotify guy because oh, of these podcasts. God. Um, let me let me give a quick shout out to that uh, that other music podcast that I've been listening to. Um, it's called uh, '90s one. Yeah, it's uh, 60 songs that explain the '90s. Uh, it's from the Ringer. They do some good podcasts for uh, for for dudes in their 40s. And um, <laughs> is that our prime? I, I thought our demographic was like 18 to 21. Now we're in the new box now. Oh yeah, yeah. We moved to the we moved to. No, the I, other I just box. feel like the the messages we get are all these kids saying, "You guys are so cool, dads." Like cool dads, yeah. Oh, I mean, I get that. No, we don't get it. <laughs> I get it a lot from like younger com. Like, I forget I'm older than you by a while, significantly, uh, and, and older than me. By a lot it blows my mind with when I start seeing like when people were born and stuff like that. Um, that'll take you out of a, a porn. You well, know, if you go to like, what year were you born? And the, the, the oh, gal's the, like 2001. I'm like, well, I got to turn this off. Um, <laughs> or if you go to a, if you go to a, a gas station, it says you can't buy cigarettes if you're unless yeah. you're born in 2000. You're yeah. like, what? Or alcohol is 2000. That's crazy, right? Very. But 2011, 
can't believe it was 10 years ago and it was your call and I, I was like why 2011 and then I fuck it. I was like fuck it's been 10 years that's not why I picked it I just liked the number I thought it looked really? good yeah because right. for a while I was doing 2012 on my computer then I'm like I thought we said 2011 then I looked and I was like okay and then the mixtape gods just opened and I saw all these songs that I loved and I was yeah. like fuck it done I'm so I did this once I got going because this one took me a while because again uh, my depression's been hitting super hard mm-hmm. and I can't even like that's when people are like what's that like I'm like well I can't pick five songs I like and send them to Paul that's how it is uh, so I was able to do my list which is going to be next week and it's just a banger I, I was impressed with I'm your list I'm very very happy with this let list let me ask you something yes. I thought one of your uh, one of my songs was going to be on your list and it wasn't but wh- what did you think of this list really I mean were you well <laughs> You thought I would have one of these songs? I thought you were going to have Florence and the Machines. I, I thought you. I the thought only you one that. I like is that the Dog Days of Rover. Oh dog right, right, right. Days. Is that the same album? Uh, no, I no. think that was the first one. But uh, um, yeah, this was this was uh, 2011 was when I went to see uh, Lollapalooza. I had a friend who a friend of ours who had. Backstages for everything, and we got. Uh, have you gotten me Limp Biscuit tickets yet? No, well, I don't have that. The, oh, our guests that we have coming up will be able to. You can ask on the air for those. You know, there's a bunch of people going to that. What do you mean? Uh, friends of the know? show, yeah. Joe Loisel is going. Tapeheads, come on, baby. Paul Marty makes at gmail.com. You did got you get your for, uh, uh, Did you get your all out tickets for the uh, the big AEW pay per view coming to town? Because <laughs> no, I, I did. I, I got those. I'm going to that for sure. For sure. Make sure you send us your uh, Paul Marty makes at gmail.com. Send us your list. So tell us what you think of our list. Yeah. Marty, were you surprised at all by some of my picks? I mean, yes and no. Uh, it's I just feel like these are just. I just went right with leaned into. This is like your all I could picture you is working out the whole time, because this is just. <laughs> There's some bangers on here. Uh, upbeat. Yeah. I mean, you'll have to tell me which ones feel upbeat to you. Well, let's let's start it let's off. Let's jump into it. Let me tell you why. Uh, I think I know you have your rules about starting a mix, yeah. but I feel like this is the best way to start a mix. Slow burner. This is uh, "Shake It Off" by Florence and the Machine. See right away, I'm going. Oh, I didn't have it. The volume turned up. Hold on, let me rewind. Did I have the volume turned up? I'm like, already. I'm like, when does this song even start? Starts with a fucking chords on an organ. This is an interesting way to start up uh, because it's kind of like, ooh, what's this? You know, I like the slow build songs. When I was younger, in yeah. bands, I always liked to have one instrument start, then bring in another, bring another. Yeah. You know, like uh, can't always get what you want. Rolling Stones. I remember seeing this band on Saturday Night Live. Real good. Yes. Real good. I saw them live. That Dog Days Are Over song. No, they did this too. Did they? they? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they had a choir in the back. I remembered it was real busy. Okay. How can you not? Yes. This is a great middle of the... uh, I'd put this on after a slow song, but... Really? I would, but that's just me. You got to put a build in. This would probably be a three or a four. I love the slow build. You're like, what are we we doing here? Oh, we're starting a fucking mix. Yeah, I saw them live at uh, Lollapalooza. She was fucking amazing. I yeah. mean, this, I think she's so, t- I, what is she doing now? Who knows? Uh, you know, we should talk to her about getting on the, getting on the Let's the just, uh, let's delve a little deeper into the song. This is what everyone probably knows. Shake it off, yeah. This is like, uh, when she did the uh, SNL, like she just did that whole like uh, improv stuff at the end, which is so badass yeah. too. Yeah, it's always cool when somebody does SNL and you're like, oh, you're like a real musician. Like so that's fun. I had a uh, I had a friend who was in the in the modeling industry. I thought you were gonna say the mafia for a second. No, I was like, tell uh, me all about that's it. That's a whole different story. But, uh, <laughs> um, 
I had a friend who has a company where they where they had model runways and stuff like that, and they do music. And he played me. He said, "This woman's going to be huge." In twenty oh seven, yeah, he was friends with Florence, and I was like, "Not the on. machine, just Florence. just." Well, she was an older. She's older, I, or she looks older at least. And yeah, I was you like, can't "This say is that. Uh, well, that. well." I'm just saying, in all music, in all music, I was like, "How is this going to be the next greatest thing?" Yeah, because I was a. Mu- they called it, man. Yeah, she had a run. The music insider in me was like, "Ah." Uh, when I was telling people, I tell kids, you know, I'm like, hey, dude, if you're going to be a music star, you can't start at 40. Yeah. And then, uh, and sure as shit, she fucking blew up with wow. the machine. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> great. <laughs> you know, I've learned a lot of great facts, uh, reading books, listening to podcasts, watching documentaries, but that was... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just saying... That would be so funny if you were on a music podcast and you just told that story. Well, the, the reason being... I mean, not you are on a music podcast, but you're on a documentary, <laughs> and you're just like... I like, not believe it. They're just like... Uh, I was like, I thought she yeah. was too old. I love the uh, 2010s <laughs> to... 20 or whatever well, as a guy who started late in my career i, I look up to shit like that sure. where she beats the she beats the odds where she's yes. like look i know you rodney dangerfield baby that's what everyone says well, in comedy. that's that's a horror if you look at the backstory on that it's totally not accurate but with her you know she stuck she fucking this remember 2011 there was yes. a lot of bands that came out lady gaga had now all these people yeah. and she's out there crushing everybody yeah. no she was great she was definitely great still is she was uh the like the artistically acclaimed and also popular right you know you'd hear this in Critics, uh, ubers darlings. you jump into uber was it uber back then you jumped in a car back then and uh, and this is you jumped, no you <laughs> jumped in your friend's car who was nice enough to give you a ride to the next show or something uh and that was uh that was your first song so yeah. um I, I i thought this was gonna be on your list to be honest with you really didn't even make it cut huh no no <laughs> Not at all. I have a list of songs that I thought that uh, would be on your list that, that didn't. I was oh, wrong really? on all of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. If you would have told me that My Morning Jacket made a uh, uh, album in 2011 and this is one of their songs, I would have said, yeah, Paul, this is on Paul's list for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell I, me about uh, My Morning Jacket. Uh, what do you say this? How do you say this? Circuitial? Circuitial. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, I This album, I was in heavy rotation. My Morning Jacket, 2008 or 2007, 2011 albums. Yeah. Uh, heavy rotation. I saw them at Lollapalooza. It was one of the best shows I ever saw. I saw them at the Vic Theater. Uh, and I was just hooked. I, I love everything about them. I usually don't like bands that do jams, jammy stuff. Yeah. But these guys have such so many great things going on. I like the atmospheric rock. Cool. Uh, Let's hear a little bit of it, and then I'll ask you questions. I mean... This is two for two for two of just like start weird intros. This is. I thought um, about putting these at this one at the end because. Did you ever go to a spa? <laughs> this is what they play at spas. <laughs> no, this is way too heavy for that. That's good. This was uh, the name of the album. I, I mean, they're they're one of my favorites of all time. I, and I know people shit on them. Why? And, uh, Why do they Spoon? Shit on them? You guys do. Spoon. People, people I like shit, Spoon. People shit on uh, My Morning Jacket and uh, Kings of Leon. Those are like the bro fratty bands. See, I thought they were way more uh, critically acclaimed. My than, Morning Jacket? Yeah, then like. Um, yeah, but they're also popular rock bands. Um, yeah. I remember, you know, I'm on a. I'm unapologetic unapo- about my love for That's, My Morning Jacket, I love it. Kings of Leon. I love it. They're great bands. Uh, they're, it's unfortunate that they got so big in a way because you can't see them in small, intimate mm. settings like the Vic anymore. But this album was great. I seen them live. I remember seeing them live, My Morning Jacket, in 2011. I like. Um, how would you call? It, how would you describe those vocals? Like a little like dreamy. 
Yeah, I would say uh, atmospheric or sure. uh, is that the word for it? Chorus. Man, I was I was uh, I don't know what I was watching. Uh, oh my my dude, the Professor of Rock on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's been getting some real good guests. Brian Wilson. He just did a big interview with Brian Wilson. He's like, we'll this is my dream, my dream interview. Um, he had the guy from Cake on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the distance um, and uh, real cool. It was I interesting hung out with him He's because a good guy. yeah, because he didn't write that song. The, the ex guitarist did, and I was like, oh, how's he gonna like talk to this guy about this song that he didn't write? That the guy left the band because of the success of the song. Maybe I don't know. And are uh, you mixing up stories with the Jim Blossoms? No, okay, no, because that no, happened, no. dude. Right. No, that's that, a whole that, other story. Uh, that Jim Blossoms Hey jealousy song that I didn't know. Uh, that whole story where yeah, the, the dude who wrote it quit the band story. and killed himself. Yikes. Alcohol problems. Yeah, but yeah. he had Cake on, so yeah, and and uh, he had the lead singer from Cake on, and uh, and basically they were just they were just kind of talking about like the the vibe of the band or whatever. And I don't know a whole lot of my morning jacket, but I know like the vibe of the band, and that's I think that song is is uh, sort of like totally emblematic of the band. It's yeah. like that's their style. I'm cool with that. I I they're just like I don't I would I don't I don't, uh, I don't know a whole lot of their stuff. But like, uh, if anyone ever played it for me, I'd always be like, "That's cool." Yeah, their 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 deep cuts to me are are, are one of my or some of my favorite songs. Yeah. I remember seeing them in. Con- Here's a great story. In 2011, I was in uh, L. A. Uh, at the time, not even just scratching the surface of comedy. We go to see My Morning Jacket at a, a venue. Um, oh God, I wish I remember the name of the place. And this is, you know, there's in Chicago. You go to a concert, you sure. can't get up front. LA, yeah. nobody gives a shit about sure. music. Sure. My friends and I got right up front. There was like a red band you, know, you yeah. needed, you know, like uh, to get in. Yeah. There was a guy who had, uh, there was like balloons out with red ribbons. Uh, we just, my friend took a oh, cigarette shit. and we just all put those in. You're like front the, row. Uh, the the gang in Blues Traveler, Runaround, where they licked the, tat, they licked yeah, the stamp yeah, yeah. and they all went in for Runaround. Yeah, we all got in yeah. the front. And by the way, nobody was like, get, everyone in LA is too cool for school to like yeah. enjoy the music. We were in front. We were fucking yeah. steps away from Jim James. It was amazing. Oh, that's and cool. uh and they played, and uh, they had all kinds of tech issues, though, too. I remember Ooh. that they were getting pissed off. Because, I mean, again, yeah, this is L.A. They don't know how to run. It wasn't like the Troubadour. It was like uh, one of those fancy uh, touristy spots like in uh, some Culver oh, City. The Hard Rock Cafe. Similar to the Hard Rock <laughs> Cafe. But the sound was horrible, but it was just so cool. And you could tell that the band was not happy. But what Were they playing for, like, music executives or something? What were they doing there? Uh, I don't know. I think they were just, uh, they, got a, they got a boatload of money, and they're like, fuck yeah. it, we'll do L.A. But you can tell these guys like to play the Midwest. They love playing yeah. Nashville. They love playing the you know the heart of the city where people are getting crazy in the music, not listening to the back with a glass of wine. Now, uh, your next band is one that I would understand that people talk crap about. I don't yeah. know. I don't know this band much. All I know from them is the uh, the um, the your favorite band is killing me. Is that the one yeah. where they talk about? Uh, lead singers the issues with between, Jack White. Yeah, Jack White and uh, so we're talking about the Black Keys. Yeah, and uh, two person band, two man band. They're a two man band, okay. and uh, there's in in the book they talk about this album. El Camino was a big deal, right? Yeah, they okay. talk about how he does everything. Jack White was getting pissed off because he just yeah. found him. their kids, Their kids the went to the school. same private school. Kind of crazy, but this song is uh, yeah. El Camino is so why'd you pick sister. This is my favorite song on the album. Oh, okay. I liked it because uh, uh, I didn't like the Black Keys before. I was like, these guys suck. I wasn't a big fan. And then my friend, uh, Colby, uh, was getting married. He played this whole album on the way. Uh, oh. while we I'm like, this fucking album is awesome. And I was like, one of the times where I'm like, all right, I was wrong about the Black Keys. All right. Let's hear a little bit of Sister. Okay. 
shooting someone. I was just going <laughs> to say, you would have probably started with this. This, I think, this song I was aware of. I had heard this song. Yeah, this is like a bigger hit. I feel like it's got a lot of play in Chicago. Have you seen them live? Uh, no, I haven't seen them live. I, do they do two, only two? I don't think so. Concert? I think they have other people. they got to have other people. Let's jump ahead a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why people people are like either either you're Jack White or you're Black Keys. I it's know. weird. I mean, I think it's just human nature to like pit bands against each other. Like... Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, like somebody was talking about uh, why it seemed like, uh, you know, it's like we pitted Britney Spears because with all the Britney Spears stuff is like we pitted yeah. her against Christina Aguilera. But there were other female singers at the time. And it was just like I forgot who they were talking it's, about. It's, and it's marketing. Just like, yeah. But also it's just like they're just they're in another level than those. Those two were on a, a, a different era, like a different. It's almost like you know uh hockey players and then we're talking yeah. about a tennis player it just felt like the sport was just different, different. seals you know in that in that uh netflix special this is pop they talk about the uh, brit pop oasis blur stuff yeah there's a whole episode on that and it's so funny to go back and watch and they and did they you learn me. anything from I it i did i really? learned a lot okay i learned a lot surprisingly didn't realize how how uh you know blur side of it i never yeah. read the, i always saw Oasis because they were more the dude they talk uh, about how he's like he, he shouldn't have thanked he shouldn't have said like oh we really this really oasis should be up here and that like started it all no they, well they have a different version as uh, to how okay. it all started but here's the funny part is the one of the guys the bassist from uh the blur gave up music he's like a cheese farmer now okay and he and he just kind of like self-deprecates like yeah, yeah when i hear Wonderwall, i, I think this is a great song it makes yeah. me happy but Damon, obviously, the Still. Damon album from uh, Blur, yeah. obviously, that caused a lot of stuff. But if you think about it, they both kind of won. I think they're all friends now, or at least uh, Noel and and Damon. Spoiler saw each alert! Other. You gotta you oh, gotta okay. you gotta watch the episode. I thought so. they saw each other at a bar one time, like randomly, and they were. Someone like, talked about it on this man? show. I think Adam, yeah, educated maybe. us or on that. Or Joe, uh, yeah, Kelly maybe is a huge Oasis fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Black Keys to me uh, again. I think uh, they get a lot of shit, but I also think that they're uh, they're a great band. You know, it's got to be weird. It's got to be weird when you're like, if you know you're selling out and like, you know, you know what I mean? Like as a band, I'm sure most bands know, like, I'm sure Train wouldn't be shocked if someone's like, you guys are sellouts, right? They'd be like, well, I mean, yeah, sure. I guess you could say they're that. They're playing at Ravinia two nights if you I don't go. doubt that. I don't right. doubt that. But I mean, like a band like Train, it's just the washing machine. Don't worry. <laughs> There's a beautiful song playing. It's our washing machine. Um uh, but like you know, no band. Oh, I was, I was going to say no band starts off to sell out, but I'm sure some do. Oh, of course they do. But like, if they you're if picked. you're a band like the Black Keys, are you just like the fuck? People are saying we're sellouts, or people are. Do they put some of their songs in commercials or something? I yeah, know, they like, did. They that did. That was an issue, right? A lot of it. A lot of it's just. You know, I don't think selling out is. Uh, <sighs> you know, no the one, way it is. I gotta anymore. say, of course it's not. People like, don't give a shit. I watch a lot of YouTube. And they keep playing this uh, Chance the Rapper Starbucks commercial or or series of commercials, and it's just like God, I can't believe like so he just out there. does Starbucks commercials. Yeah. Like, what a no no that would have been back in the day, and now it's just like man, fucking dude does Starbucks commercials. Does open mics at the world famous Laugh Factory right down the street. <laughs> I wish I would have been at that show where he showed up. Though. I, I would have been like, please put me after him. This would have been. I was there. That I was there. Great. Uh, tell me about this next song here. Uh, Laura Marling, I, I got into, this was in heavy rotation. Of, well, like going back to what I said before, uh, I like to go on um, 
I like to go on my uh, Apple Music thing and see top 25 songs I'm playing. And if you look, 2011 to 2013, I listened to a lot more music because those songs are still in the top 25. I can't break them. Uh, even with the amount of music I listen to now. Would they say um, like 2011 was like a little bit of a resurgence of like, I feel like around this time we were getting bands like the, like my morning jacket and like the black keys and stuff like that. that Fleet were Foxes. Kind of like, a lot of bands cut copy. It felt like, stuff coming uh, out. yeah, it felt like that. I think, I think uh, there was a big music push. A lot of festivals that were helping uh, yeah. get people out. A lot of albums were out. This is also the time where, you know, artists were, were, Leaning into iTunes, iTunes like we can make yeah. money on this. Yeah. Uh, there was no longer the Napster shit to worry about, or or the backlash from albums not you know being what they were. Yeah. Some of the artists, like My Morning Jacket, gave uh, fans a benefit. If you bought the whole album, you got this like uh, video. Like okay. Circuitol had a whole video of the making of the album, which is like thirty minutes or so. You can download it when you buy the song, uh-huh. which was cool. Um, but this and uh, Laura Marling is just—I just love this song. I love her work. I listened to it. I, I heard it on XRT, and then I went in. She was playing like some street fest down the street in Chicago, mm. like in Lincoln Park at like three o'clock. Really? It was like why the fuck, and nobody yeah. like knew who she was. Well, let's play a little of Sophia from Laura Marling. She's got a cool uh, voice. Yeah, too. I do like her voice. Uh, my fiance Sarah likes doing this type of voice uh, in, a, in a joking way. For like, I feel like there's been a lot of people who have tried to do this voice. It's uh, what do you call it? It's the woman from the '70s that uh, not Carly. Sarah. Karen Carpenter? Uh, no, it'll come to me in a second. Joni Mitchell? Joni Mitchell. Yeah. But there's some who are like so over the top, like who are just so like. Later, why? Go up a little further. Yeah, you're fine. It's a, it's a, yes, yeah, yeah, this is cool. This was my favorite song on your list. Really? Yeah. It's a, this gets a paved paradise feel to it. Not the kind of crow's version. Uh, your boy's on uh, Cameo. Yeah. Adam Durst. Yeah. I almost sent you the, uh, I was going to get you one, but it's $180. And I thought that is about $160 more Maybe for, for a joke than I would do. <laughs> oh man. You know, a lot of people like I watch I love watching trashy uh wrestling videos on YouTube and a lot of them do the cameo where it's like hey, this is the world's strongest man Mark Henry and you're listening to Make Us a Mixtape with Paul and Marty. We should get one of those. <laughs> Who would we get? I don't know. I uh, mean, Dirt's is 180. That's too much. That's too much. We'd have to do we a, we'd have to we'd have to do a um I'm a on cameo. I get a discount. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm just like 180. That's <laughs> people pay it. And he's such a little bullshitter on him too. Like his preview, he's like, "Hey, what's up, man? Your friends were just hanging out, telling me it's your birthday. I thought I'd say what's up." <laughs> it's it's leaning into the, the I know his I character. Know, I know. It is interesting. Uh, he looks so different now. He they're he doing a looks, tour too. I think they're at uh, Ravinia as well. I would have they teamed up with anybody? Or are they just doing? I don't know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know I'll never go see that Some of again. these tours, look, <laughs> I'm telling you, and I, I got to kind of keep an eye out. I have a feeling that you and I are going to have to go out to like Dirty Nellies or something in the to suburbs. The no, and it's going to be like, oh, it's it's uh, Everclear and da 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 and da 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 Like, I, I don't know, man. It's already started. There's uh, McHenry Theater has some yeah. great bands coming yeah. there. Uh, 
Foreigner is uh, going Foreigner? down to Peoria with uh, another band. I don't know if it's Journey or someone else. Oh, but man. Foreigner, it's literally I mean, nobody like in the band. I mean, one person from the band. Mick Jones, isn't, he doesn't even come for the big really? shows. Oh, okay. it's, but I think that a lot of the bands, um, there are going to be a lot of venues having live music. And Double Door is back. They're yeah, coming to Uptown. Uh, we could talk about that with uh, our guests that we have coming up that uh, will be telling us all about that. But... Um, Laura Marling, uh, I think she's on tour. I would love to see someone like that at like Shubas or Lincoln Alley. But I bet the problem is all these places are selling out so fast. Yeah, because people just want to go see live music. Well, and uh, there's bots now that if people think it's a big enough concert for scalpers, uh, people just put in bots and then it just grabs everything. Because I don't know how there, there's a wrestling journalist I listen to. And I don't know how he gets the info, but he's like, oh, yeah, that one, like, 60% was, like, bots. I mean, how yeah, do they, you can create a bot to pick up tickets you for you? You can create a bot to – so I, one, one of the things I love watching are – That's uh, insane. G.I. Joe's real popular again, and the figures are real hard to find. And it's all – most of it's online, like online exclusives or, like, oh, we're going to put some up on Target.com. And these bots grab everything, and then they scalp them. So it's, like, same thing with concerts and wrestling tickets where it's, like – Oh, WrestleMania. Okay, that's going to be a big show. And they're just like, bots bought like 70% of the tickets. And, wow. and it's just like, so, but if the show, people are just like, eh, I don't care. It's not a show I want to go to anyway. Then they're fucked. So they get a little like, ooh. But then it's like, if they think it's going to be a, a big show. But you can then buy them on resale for, for lower sh- the day of the show or whatever. I mean, if you're going to play, but if you're coming from out of town for a big yeah, show, yeah. are you going to take that chance? I don't yeah, know. That's, I don't that's, know. That's, I think with uh, all all the events, I think there's going to be a backlash to, or not a backlash, but you just wish that like there was a way, like especially if you're if there's like a a band that you hadn't seen in a long time that's coming together. Oh, we're gonna do our best album, like, and I don't know if that's like to be a member of their like fan club or something, or or like you know to, to ensure to, you get tickets? to ensure like well that that is a thing where it's like. I don't know what I was looking at one time, but it was like oh, I used to work at Costco, so everything was American Express. So, uh, or it was back in the day. It was everything yeah, was American right. Express. And I remember um, some brochure where it was just like American Express, tic- oh, American Express card holders got like first dibs at like these tickets uh, yeah. for I don't know who, I don't know what band because like American Express was like their their sponsor for it because well, what's rock and roll? What's who are they, roll who are they leaning Express? into is what I want to know. Uh, it was your last band actually. Who? Oh, really? <laughs> no. How are we doing on time? We're good. I can't uh, see the, uh, no, the timer. Uh, what I was going to say is um, uh, there's uh, James Taylor is coming to town. He's that might have been Center. it. It honestly might have been one of those like, I think you're right. Hall of Famers. But I saw a billboard for him, and the opener is Jackson Brown. To me, that's kind of funny. How did they come up with that to be like not a double bill? Because I, I know there's people that would just go on. I, I'd go see Jackson Brown, but I don't want to see James Taylor. I'm going to think that James Taylor probably asked him to open to open for him. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what's so interesting? I was watching. I was trying to tell Sarah how cool Dennis Miller used to be. His name comes up a Dude, lot. this guy, stuff. after he left Saturday Night Live, he had a show on HBO. And I was trying to remember how he would do his monologue. And, I mean, like. So good, just like political, like just skewering uh, politicians, yeah. and just really great. And he can curse, so that's fun too. And uh, and they show photo, they do like a week, you know, kind of right. weekend update thing. But that was the end of the show. But at the beginning, he would just do a monologue, real loose, real fun. And then he would go, I don't want to go off on a rant here, but and then everything behind him would go pitch black. And he had a cool set, but it would go pitch black when he would do this thing. 
And then he would be like, oh, I don't know. That's just what I think. Or that's just me or whatever. Then he'd bring out his guest or whatever. Well, he, he, uh, go ahead. But he was, he was on it. The reason why I was mentioning this is because he, I watched, I wanted to watch an old episode. And then I watched the one right after 9-11 where he's like, hey, Muslims, get off my flight, cha-chas. And I was like, oh, he was like, his brain was broken from 9-11. I don't know going up to it if anything happened He said that it changed his life. He legit came back and was like, if I'm on a plane and there's a Muslim, they better get the fuck off. It was crazy. Right. But when he was the coolest and he was the coolest he had john stewart on after john stewart's mtv show got canceled and he's like let's do some stand-up this summer man let's go on tour and it was just like so casual maybe that's how it was with those guys well uh dennis was the guy who vouched for so many people on snl yeah, yeah. like they all say i would yeah. my career was nowhere yeah. without him yeah. but then like you said he actually says Dude. his brain it, after 9 11 his brain because he fried. i then i was watching like an interview like ben shapiro interviewed him he's like did Hollywood ruin your career by being him? And he goes, I'm like 65. Like, I don't know how old he is. He's like, I'm in my 60s. He's like, no one wants to see a 60-year-old guy do stand-up. Yeah. I mean, he's like, they do, but not, I don't, they're not on TV and shit like that. He goes, I could do what I want to do. And he goes, I got money. I'm fine. And I think he really wanted, Ben Shapiro really wanted him to be like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Right, right. Um, I haven't watched any of his newer stand-up. I was like shocked. That episode after 9-11 is like, and I was trying to explain to Sarah, because she was like 10 at the time. I was like, <laughs> yo, when this shit was going down, People would do some comics who went the like the real conservative route. The punchline was like, and I'll fucking blow their head off. And yeah. Go, yeah. USA. It really yeah, was, was like, we'll of... put a boot in your ass. It's the American. Yeah. It was crazy to see. I was there was like, a wow. lot of that going on that, uh, you know, populist yeah. feeling. But I saw uh, around this time, I saw Bill Maher. Mar at uh, around 2011. 2011, yeah. Oh, so yeah. girl took me, a friend of mine that I grew up with, was like, "This is my favorite comedian," and I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm just getting into comedy." Sure. And I remember going to see him at like Horseshoe Casino somewhere mm-hmm. in Indiana, and uh, the crowd Be- was like Hammond, Indiana, I believe. Yeah, or the, Gary's Horseshoe and Gary. It was in one of those towns okay. by you, and yeah. uh, <laughs> the town. It's funny. A lot of gas stations <laughs> uh, for semis. Uh, yeah. Yes, I think I saw the the flea market. Swap a Ram on the way, and uh, that's Alsip, Illinois, but it yes. is, feels like Indiana. Yes, it does. It has indie feel. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. There was uh, there were still people in the crowd that didn't realize how liberal he was. Oh, okay. In Indiana, and like there was like hecklers, and yeah. then there was like extreme left people that sure. were like, "You're not going left enough." But oh his whole God. he had a, he had a notebook in front of him. I remember yeah. leaving. I'm like, that was so unprofessional. But he was oh, like, he probably called around. it. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, fuck it, I'm going yeah. to Indiana for I sure. Sell it out I'm for gonna, sure. These guys don't deserve my A material. Nah. He's just doing the But he uh, was like. Bits. You yeah. know, Jay Leno would just do jokes from The Tonight Show. He's doing a lot of shows in L.A. Did you see that? I know. On, on uh, my Instagram feed, it's like a bunch of our L.A. friends doing. Yeah, he's uh, back. Uh, he's he hitting like clubs pictures with Jay. So, this, Like local shows Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wow. doing Comedy Castle. All those all those spots that he goes to. But people are taking pictures. Of him. I'm like, man, I don't know if I would do that. Because I, I still hate him for the Conan really? show. Oh, what would you do? the Conan Although I heard stuff. a stand-up, I heard he still murders, and it's like good. Yeah. I mean, like, y- if you Club read any stuff. any book about stand-up, he was like this beast. We were watching old Letterman. Still, we watch it. we watch old Letterman where he was the guest, and he's like eating eating Taco Bell on there and stuff. It was real fun. He would always bring like food on and stuff. Yeah, he's uh, it's, it's before Listen, he became the, the late devil. shift is one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh yeah, it's the on guy HBO. Who plays Jay Leto. <laughs> Fuck, I have it on DVD. It's so it's so creepy and crazy looking. Like I love. Yeah. I was the just talking about W, the that movie, like the people who played all oh, the real yeah. people in that are pretty freaky. But the late shift, especially Leno, oh, Letterman, too, though, they look like fucking like Mad Magazine characters. Yeah. 
Like, I think Letterman even said, he's like, that's what I look like. And then it's like, oh. but the it's, guy fucking nailed Letterman. He does so his, good. the guy who did Letterman does his impersonations, but they that's the some, dude who's in all those, uh, Christopher Guest movies. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. He, uh, all those people are, he, uh, he had the glasses. He just, yeah. all it does is yeah. they like tried, to, they knew he could do the yeah. mannerisms. Yeah. Right. It was great. All right, man, let's put this mix to bed. This is the band that changed my life. Wow. And, uh, Man, I listened to this album and the album before this so much. But this is Bon Iver, Holocene. Here we go. Do you know their number one song on iTunes? For Emma? No. Uh, the Kanye song. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that we both picked last time. Runaway? I didn't know he does it. Yeah. There must be something on there. Yes, I can. I can make you love me is my favorite one. His Bonnie Raitt version. Ooh. I send that to girls when they don't respond. To me. Oh, you're such a Thanks. psycho. Thank God. <laughs> Let them be. It's funny. Not like it's a it's a slow injury. You can sure. play in the background. They're not going to sue us. I'm friends with him. Justin Vernon. <laughs> you friends with little Bond? <laughs> Jazz. No, he's good. Um, I saw them in concert at the Chicago Theater. Six row, sold out. It was the most amazing show I've ever been to, and. Um, we hung out with him afterwards. This was back when I didn't think I'd ever... I thought I was going to be a musician still, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we were hanging out with him after the show. He was so cool. This guy, he's... I mean, Justin Vernon is from Wisconsin. He's like a, a small town in Wisconsin. Mutual friends. He talks about... He's just like a normal dude. This is before he got his Grammy, everything like that. But this album, like, launched him. And the band members were fucking all... Sean, all those guys are amazing musicians. They all the they have like a pretty do, like meteoric rise. Like it was like yeah, it kind of blew up, and then they have like forty people on stage. Oh wow, it's insane. They all switch up instruments. They got like six part harmonies. It's fucking insane. the The amount of work that goes into the show. It's kind of like a. It's almost like an opera. Yeah. The shit that they got. The and strings. they did stuff with Taylor Swift. I think yeah, he did he an like album. Write songs or yeah, albums? Justin yeah. Vernon did the album during the pandemic with, That's, with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of two albums she she put out. Well, there during you go. the pandemic, while we just sat around and did episodes of the <laughs> make us a mixtape with a uh, with a, a piece of glass in between <laughs> everybody. Yeah, the well, old, we didn't the old even days. have guests yet. The old days. Um, yeah, but well, you never got into Bonnie Rare? You know, it's kind of like uh, a lot of this stuff reminds me of. Um, the uh, the soundtrack to um, uh, what's that movie that everyone hates now but everyone liked back then um, with the dude from Scrubs, uh, oh, Garden, Garden State, State, where it was like a lot of that like shins and just like real like real chill. Oh, where yeah. I'm just like I like all of it, and if I'm at a coffee shop and it's playing, I'm like this is good. I like all this. Can't work out to it though. Can't work out to it. Can't fuck to it. no. <laughs> uh, I I'm just like it's just it's not music that like speaks to me on a like play me a bunch of times in your yeah. ears while you're walk in or doing stuff do you like so like that's I, I call this like the falsetto yeah. song like buckley jeff buckley yeah. created do you like any artists that do that kind of stuff or is that is it a song does it it's just like not your thing for anybody who really likes punk music or ska music when you hear it you're like ah that's what i like it just is just different um this stuff like i appreciate it and i understand it's really yeah great music and like but I need, I just need, like, I could take one of these songs on an album 
but I can't have it. Like this is just what we do. We have to we have to do an episode where you have to play your favorite mellow songs, and I have to play all sure. all the songs. Sure, I have to pick all my favorite ska I, so- or punk songs. I mean, just like I just that, out of your elements, ju- and it's just like you know, there's certain songs like this is what was so good about when you just listen to the radio all the time because I could hear. Songs like just this. enough of it, and I wouldn't turn it. I wouldn't change right. it, but I also wouldn't go by the album. Yeah, you know? you'd hear it enough just to like get by to be like, I For know sure. this. I'm familiar with it. For sure, it gives me some sort of creature comfort. Yeah. And then I, I would to me, it's like, uh, like to go to a whole concert of like, if we were going to see like, uh, you know, how do you, how do you, I never even know how to say it? Bon Bonavere. Bon Bonavere. If we're going to go see them, is it like the whole concert just going to be pretty much like. It's mellow. But it's. But, but here's the thing about his show. And, and, and I don't like seeing concerts at Chicago Theater yeah. typically, but it's he's got. It's like a whole production. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure I could. If like, you were on drugs, I it. think you would have enjoyed it. No? Okay. I, but I wasn't. I was just. Uh, I was. Uh, I think. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take that challenge. Some, but I like. Uh, I like, you know, when it's just kind of like. All right, let's kick it up a notch. Yeah. Now. now let's kick it up a notch. Yeah. They they this isn't this isn't for everyone. Yeah. But Bonnie you know, Bear, you had a mellow small 2011. Town, what's that? You had a mellow 2011. I always have a mellow every year. Uh, but the the uh Bonivere, I I think the music is so uh it's just so emotive. I yeah. think is that this, that's the shit that gets to me when I and then people are like how do you work out to this? And a lot of people have been me- messaging us when they're like is he serious? Yeah, I listen to yeah music like this when I work. I went running yesterday. I was in the suburbs cleaning out my parents' house, and I went running to like Lucy Dacus. Now, see, that's why I think you do. You you run to this stuff when you go to your hometown and you're in your head. And you're, <laughs> no, I run. I run. You're running home, around I your run. own neighborhood, and it's I like. R- Never before have I loved like this. <laughs> That's what you do. No, I, I do that when I'm on the road, too. Uh, when I'm working out at a hotel uh, gym at 2 in the morning yeah. after a show. Yeah. Where it's seven people yeah. in the crowd. I mean, that's when you Who all know. bought merchandise. Sure, sure, sure. You maximize your profits there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like there, To me, there's songs like this where I'm just like, okay. But if it's a band that I'm just like not super duper like into or yeah. whatever, like – then I would rather have like, uh, um, uh, you know, like a little more fun, like band upbeat. I, and that's the thing, like the be- Decemberists, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, they had an, I think they had an album that year too. Did they, they did. Yes, <gasps> they did. Uh Oh, I wrote down some of the Uh-oh. albums that didn't. Was O Valencia on that album? I don't think it oh, was that shit. year. But, I love um, that song. Bands like this, I will say this, at a festival, I don't know how Bon Iver would, would play sure, over it. Sure, sure. I, I don't know if you're on Molly. You're just like, oh, Bon Iver's playing over there. Let's go. Versus like uh, LCD sound systems over here. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff going on. But they had they had Arcade Fire close out Lala one year, and uh, and it was sure. the most crowded I've, I've Remember seen. Remember when Arcade Fire did Saturday Night Live, and then they did another more songs after Saturday Night Live? The first mean? ever. They did... There are two songs. Oh, after and then the they show were like, ended. "Stay tuned for more." No, I didn't. I don't remember Wild. that. Wild. It makes sense. You know, and, and this is pop does a whole thing about the the creation of yeah. uh, festivals, yeah, which is amazing. You're like, I did not know. Mamas and the Papas basically created the concert festival really? that we know today. In my wow. opinion, well, watch the watch the show. Cool. They're I'm not a it. sponsor, but you should be. This is. I'm pop. into it. Check it out on Netflix. We all got a password. You know, I still got mine. Um, well, Paul, 
We did it. 2011. 2011. If you have any uh, comments or critiques for Paul's list, Paul, what's that email address? PaulMartyMakes at gmail.com. Send us your list as well. Five songs. That's yeah. the rules. Them's the rules. Uh, I wish we could go back to 2011, a simpler time. Although, uh, you know, those are the days when uh, Marty was uh, untouchable. You can I couldn't even talk to him. I was just an open micer. Not at all. I was the most approachable uh, comic around town, I'd like to think. I think we did a show together at Lincoln Hall. That's, yeah. that's where I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Chris. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, next week, my list. Yes. Banger. After yeah. banger. After banger. Uh, what did you think of my list? Let, them, let the people know for next week. I, a spoiler. There's definitely, I've learned a lot, but there were uh, some stuff that were surprises. Uh, but what I will say is that one song I really, really like, which I thought I'd never like this artist. Really? Yeah. Do I know? Oh, man, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I don't have a song ready to go. Usually I have a song at the end. I'm, I'm, you can tell you I'm rusty here. don't have the uh, Bon Iver, uh, song, uh, the Kanye Runaway one that you said you I mentioned? mean, we just did it on the podcast recently, didn't Not we? Not the Bon Iver version. Uh, it's, I don't think it's the version. I just, just like saying Bon Iver. He just played on it. Oh, Monster. He just oh, played Monster. Monster. Yeah, yeah, oh, gotcha. fuck it. Oh, that's go. different. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's He's on this? I bet he has better raps than Jay-Z on this one. This is the one that Jay-Z just stunk up the joint, and everybody thought that uh, Nicki Minaj it? killed it. Monster. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's been the podcast. We'll be back next week with my list of 2011. If there's a year that you want to do, I don't know, man. I really don't like or to do theme. years, but I would love a theme. So hit us with a theme, and we'll be back next week. Uh, until then, tapeheads, keep on listening. Keep on uh, going back to those years that mean so much to Shake you. Shake it off. As Paul would say, shake it off.